Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. Oh, God. Little fighter spotlight, welcoming back Mr. David Kim, who will be fighting October 23rd for the Steel Fist Fight Night promotion. Um, you and Zach are actually fighting on the same card, David. Welcome yes, back. Yes, we Partridge. are. I'm grateful to share it. <laughs> man. And we're glad to, glad to have you back. Hey, I got one question before we even get started. How good does it feel to not have to be fighting a Beaver Kai guy this time? Man, I just, I can't believe how stressful that was, you know, just so, so many people there from Beaver, man, that was crazy. No, it, they're actually super cool. So they're after so the cool. fight, I got my t-shirt and, uh, I actually, I really like, uh, Andreas and Kyle, like they're super cool guys. So, yeah, really um, we haven't had the chance to train because at one point, uh, Kyle's younger brother was going to fight, uh, Boyd, one of my teammates, but that kind of fell through. So maybe after this whole camp and everything, we'll have to have them up. Nice. Yeah, it, 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 we're finding this weird balance. I feel like with social media and stuff, fighters are becoming a lot more friendly with each other, which is I think is mm -hmm. positive for the growth of the sport. It's moving away from the I hate you, you hate me. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like there could still be friendly competition and rivalry, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's competition and squashed. And so because of that, we're seeing more and more fighters mix cross train and train with each other but then you're also training with or in the same room with against whatever potential future opponents it's a very weird balance yeah no i've i've always been that way you know even when i wrestled i was pretty good friends with just about almost everyone i wrestled there were a couple kids i hated but for the most part i was friends with like everyone i wrestled um and i've noticed that even at the pro level you know like you have only a select few big gyms, especially in Utah, you know, people yeah. kind of have to pack together and, uh, you know, it's kind of Utah versus the world. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it really is. It, re it really is. I, I remember, uh, we had, we had some guys come up and train at our gym and I just remember one of them was, one of them was in a weight class as one of our pros and, and it was like, yeah, it's all good. Like, yeah, we, we might fight down the line, but like we can help each other get better now. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's been, it's, it, it is interesting to watch MMA evolve into more of a, more of a, like, like you said, like our whole state trying to like come together to help each other level up to, I don't know, be a little bit more respected. I feel like Utah doesn't get a lot of respect as like a hotbed for MMA, you know, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have a lot of, and we'll, we'll get into this, but we have a lot of uh, people from Vegas and, you know, out of state come and try to beat us. And so we got to hold down the fort, you know, Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, I I know him. I, I, we, we've gotten to be pretty good friends with our buddy Kai Stewart, but after he beat your teammate, he said, yep. yeah, bring on all the Utah boys. I love beating Utah boys. And it's like, we, we can line some up for you, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely one we want to get back for our team. So we're, yeah, we'll we're, have to put them against Utah's best. State, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him and Cole Faust. <laughs> you should. That would be a good fight. We, we tried. We tried. It would be a good fight. <laughs> Good. Uh, they both have excellent wrestling, so that, that would be a really exciting fight. He had a he, Kai did had a. I watched his bare knuckle so fight yeah. the other night. He looked. He actually looked really good. I was a little worried about it because he he actually beat the guy in MMA not that long ago. Oh wow! He, with with his wrestling, took him down ground to pound TKO. Mm -hmm. So the guy wanted it back in bare knuckle, and he he took it to him. Man, the kid's got talent. That's good sweet. Good for him. So David, I'm I'm looking up on on Tapology, and there's another David Kim in Texas that's stole your name he goes by Dude. david agima kim He's yeah how dare he name. how dare he 
No, what happened? Yeah. So, you know, you know, topology that kind of happens. So when yeah. I was going into my last fight, I was four and four. <laughs> it felt really good to, you know, break even and, you know, get above the 500. And then, uh, yeah, they, uh, they actually made a new one for me. I had to email them and do all of that. So just want to know, you know, yeah, my, my second opponent, when I was put it off on topology, it said I was fighting an O guy and I, I, I emailed topology and was like, actually, it's the same guy as this one over here. Find mm-hmm. the two, you know. So it, it was, yeah. Yeah, I think for one shining moment, I was the fifteenth best uh, amateur lightweight in Texas. <laughs> so I, I take pride with that one. You should have. You should have hung on yeah. to that. Oh yeah. yeah, that's all right. That's all right. You'll 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 get it back. You'll get it here in Utah. Yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> so speaking of fighting out of, out of town guys, you are you are fighting a guy from Las Vegas for this fight. What do you know about Noah? Noah's tough, man. Like this is not, you know, I'm definitely the underdog. Like I'll, I'll put it that way. He's, he's a really talented fighter, uh, good boxing. He's a purple belt in jujitsu. He's won multiple, uh, fights by submission, if I recall. And then his last fight just at fierce was, was against a really talented, uh, opponent in Monobot. Uh, went all five rounds. So full 15 minutes. So, you know, he has good cardio, uh, you know, so, so I'm definitely not sleeping on this one. But I also know that I'm a world-class fighter, and I know that I can prove that uh, next Saturday. Yeah, next yeah. Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday. It's coming up quick, man. Yeah, two weeks. I was just telling Zach, I'm like, dude, I can't, I, I, I haven't even registered that he's, he's fighting. Like, I see him almost every day, and we talk every day, and I'm like, you're fighting in two weeks? Like, crazy. Yeah, this this camp's had a different vibe for me for sure. But um, oh, did we lose it? No, he's good. Uh. So what did you take away from his 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 five round title fight against uh Desmond Monobot? Um, you know, he's tough, has a really good jab, really good uh really good kicks and obviously that was right as they were changing the rule change. So I'm um, you know, I'm going to expect a lot of head kicks, body kicks, all of that. And uh I know from, you know, people and just from what I've seen, he's really good at jiu-jitsu as well. So I think on the ground we'll have some pretty good exchanges. Should be fun. Where where do you is are there are there holes and stuff that you feel like your your game's ready to exploit? Yes, sir. There there definitely is. Uh, you know, I not a very similar body type to Desmond. Yeah. So I think I think I can implement some of the things that he did, and also implement some of the things that he didn't do uh, to execute the win for sure. I like it. I like it. This is going to be, this is going to be a, a really, I think this is a really good fight. What do you think? Like, you, so you're, this is your second amateur MMA fight, but even as long as, as I've been in it. So Noah, you know, he has a, he has an experience advantage in the cage uh, mm-hmm. than you, but like you said, like, you know, you've been wrestling since you're a little kid. Like, how does that, how do you feel like those experience wrestling and competing? Um, how does that make you feel going into fights with somebody that you feel like you're the underdog with? Yeah. You know, um, definitely on paper, I'm the underdog. I should put it that way. So like, you know, for the betting odds or whatever you want to say, like, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely has the advantage with the experience and the record and all of that. Uh, but for me, you know, my last fight, you know, against Beaver Kai, um, yeah. as I was about to walk out, Dane, my coach, Arista Zobel, who's by the way, one of the best, coaches in utah yes, he uh, uh he turned to me and he told me you know you've been a lifelong martial artist i started martial arts when i was six years old or 
five years old, started yeah. at the park doing karate. And I was so excited that I wore a bathrobe because I thought it looked like a gi. Like that's how stoked I was, you know? There we go. Um, so I've, I've loved martial arts my entire life. And I really am a lifelong martial artist starting with Taekwondo as a kid and moving on to a little more combat sports. And it, it's been a wonderful experience. So I think I can take all of that experience of being able to grind it out and use my distance and all of, you know, all those things that we, we talk about as uh, MMA fighters to my advantage that I've been working on over the years. Uh, in my last fight, I only took one punch. If that, it was a hammer strike while I was arm barring the guy. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of display a little bit more of my defense and offense striking, kind of being more of a mixed martial artist. That was a pretty grappling heavy uh, fight if you go back and watch. So I'm excited to kind of put it on them. Do you do you anticipate this fight being on the feet more than 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 your last fight? Oh yeah, most definitely yeah. So my last fight, you know, just somehow like we got in a bunch of scrambles, and there was uh, in the second round of my last fight, I tried to stand with them. I actually thought I could win standing, but right as I punched him, he came in for the clinch, and so I just went to Plan B, which was take him down and choke him out. So, so yeah, so I'm excited to fight a little more standing. And then obviously, uh, he's a good grappler too. So I think we're going to have some good exchanges. And say one thing that you see, like, you know, we, we obviously know your gym and we know your pedigree and stuff. And mm -hmm. you're a very good grappler in your own right. Usually when you see like two good grapplers, you respect his, he respects yours. That usually tends to say, okay, like we know we both can catch each other mm -hmm. probably somewhere, but not there. So it just, it just happens to stay on the feet. Or you see two like heavy punchers kind of like they fill each other out like for a long time. You know what I mean? Yep. So it, I, I'm really interested to watch your fight. Uh, what about teammates? Do you have any teammates on this card with you? Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, we got Cole Harris. So he fought uh, Kulu. Yep. yep. For Fierce. So he, he came over to our gym. He's fighting for us. Uh, we have Andrew Mickelson. And then for the main event, I believe we have Robbie Miner. So oh, yeah, that's right. he's going to be, yeah. he's going to be fighting. And, you know, Robbie Sula, that's kind of been my crew. We're, we're the, we're the light, light heavyweights, you know, or the tiny heavyweights. Cause we all fight like heavyweights in the gym. Uh, but we're all, you know, under 150 pounds, you know, so we, we go hard and been able to train with a lot of them. So Robbie's getting prepared too. And he's, he's looking really good. You, I sent him a message to come on the podcast. Mm -hmm. You need to, tell him to get his butt oh, on the podcast with us yeah but he was supposed to come to training this morning but i i think he's switched his schedule a little bit so i'll see him tonight yeah he's he's one of those guys that zach and i just talked about it that i don't think he gets enough credit of how good he and how good no. he's improved even just since the beginning days because i've watched his earlier fights in steel fist and making that move down to agima and and the changes that he's made you mm -hmm. he's just improved tenfold like i, I mean a lot of respect for that guy yeah, he, I mean, you saw his last fight. That, that was impressive. And that was not against, you know, Leko's really tough. Hey, we, like, he's we good. Follow Leko, we talk to yeah. him. We good, sponsor Leko. We sponsor yeah. Leko. Like, so, yeah, he's, he's legit. Like, he's. That was a big win. He's literally training with the UFC champ right now at 125. Yeah. Like, that's who he trains with. Like, the guys, and, and Robbie beat him. Like, that's. High, yeah, high guess level. who Robbie trains with? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. joking. I'm just giving him crap. No, yeah. So no, Robbie, Robbie's super tough, super talented. I think 
honestly, I think if Robbie gets a couple more wins under his belt and under that, that 125 uh, weight class just, you know, across the world, but specifically in the UFC is really growing. I, I, I think he has a place there, you know, if he keeps winning. I agree. I agree. Well, he, he has the good formula, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think you got a lot of you guys do. Your style does, um, you know, even, you know, Alecos does, but like a lot of those guys that we're seeing, and, and for whatever reason, I don't see a lot of those guys. Me and Jason watch, uh, you know, fights from all across the country and mm-hmm. all the time. And I kind of feel like between Steel Fist and Fierce and some of the 125ers and 135ers and in those lower weight classes, uh, we we seem to see a lot of high-level guys that I, I do. I, I think that you're going to see them there in the UFC or other other big promotions yep. coming in the future. I, I I don't know I don't know why maybe it's not I don't know maybe the little guys just don't get enough respect because like the 135 division in the UFC has quickly become one of the two or three top most interesting divisions oh, yeah. in the sport. David yeah, that, oh go ahead. Who's your who's your favorite fighter in the UFC right now? Right now, oh man. So last time when we chatted, uh, we talked a little bit about how I try to emulate Michael Chandler just because of yeah. my body type and Chad Mendes, but. My favorite fighter has to be the Korean zombie. So a little biased because I'm half Korean if you didn't know. <laughs> but I, I freaking love that dude. He is fire. So he was super cool. Uh, I just, so I was down in Vegas for Premier Martial Arts last weekend. Um, and I got to see one of my favorite fighters at Syndicate, uh, Dan Hooker. So he's oh. one of my favorite fighters to watch because he just go, you know gives it all out and just goes super hard. So so those would probably be my two favorites right now. He should be one of everybody's favorite fighters. Yeah. yeah. Like for him to take the fight that he's taking on a quick turnaround is, is kind of insane. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. So um, I was fortunate enough to kind of be there during a wrestling cra- class. Uh, they hired uh, Frank Hickman, I think. So one of yeah. his wrestling coaches. So I kind of got to see, uh, you know, them try to emulate the smesh factory and <laughs> try their best to be Islam. So it's it pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch. I saw, I saw early odds had Islam as minus 700 favorite, which Whoa. may have to, may have to sprinkle a little bit on hooker on that one. Yeah. That's a good hey, it's a fight. Anything can happen. We've yeah. seen, we've seen worse things happen. Crazier things happen. I should yeah, say. Right. Well, yeah. Was- and obviously court McGee is probably my favorite fighter in the UFC. Probably. So, probably should probably. have said that one first. Yeah, I was just with that. him this morning. So, yeah, so definitely he's number one. Chan Sung Jones, number two, and <laughs> when, Dan Hooker's number three. Podcast, when he comes on the podcast, I'm telling on you. <laughs> just so you know, you're, David did okay, I got the tape. So, he made it to the very end to give you a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, last but not least, right? Court. Yep. Definitely so, my favorite. So, as somebody that's a, a lifelong martial artist and a wrestling base and stuff like that, so at some point, and I've had the same conversation with Cole Faust, at some point, our amateurs are going to have to start studying those Dagestani wrestlers. Yeah, right. Probably sooner rather than later mm-hmm. and, and start learning how to solve that puzzle. And Chris Curtis broke it down for us, actually. I can't remember if it was on a podcast or when we were just talking. He was at, talk at the fights. <clears throat> and he said, he goes, you can, like, you just have to understand their process, their their steps are just different than what we learn here. And like when you guys wrestle, like 
you know, yeah. your chain wrestling, their steps are just different. But once you understand their steps and where they're going to go next, mm-hmm. he said it, you can actually start to c- combat that a little bit, but you have to understand where they're coming from first and their, in their progression with things. And he, and Chris just got signed by the UFC. So that was cool. But he, he says, once you start wrestling with them a little bit, you have to get initiated into that like brotherhood. Have you ever watched them and tried to break down like Khabib or Islam or anybody like that? Yeah, their their cage wrestling's phenomenal. Obviously, Habib he he's not so much of an open wrestler, though he can. It's it's really on the cage. Whereas I feel like Islam's kind of all over the place. Like he can do it all, really. He's Islam's pretty talented. Yeah, he's got the stand up. He's too. an evolved Khabib. I'm not saying he's better, but he's an evolved one. Yeah. You know, Scott just says the guys at AK, AKA can't figure him out either. Yeah, no, yeah, I was thinking the same thing actually because uh, AKA they they do their chain wrestling very similar. You know, if you watch Daniel Cormier or some of the other people, they they do a similar thing with their uh, outside single uh, to the pipe, run the pipe, take it to the cage, switch to a double. Yeah, they kind of have a similar flow with it. Yeah. So, I guess we got to ask. How do you see the fight ending on October 23rd? Man, I had my last fight finish up in two rounds with a, you know, stoppage via rear naked choke. I think that this one might be the same. I, I'm, so I'm going to put my money on second round rear naked choke again. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I, I like that you have the, yeah. the you know. Confidence for you. Real, real prediction. No, no wishy-washy answer. How about that? I, like I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. All right, brother. Any, any, uh, sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this camp, I was going to get a lot more sponsors, but life gets in the way. And I just kind of decided to focus on the camp and, uh, you know, I, I still go to school. I'm in my last semester working full time, all of that. Uh, so definitely, you know, shout out to my Jim Agima Jiu Jitsu and MMA. Uh, I'd also wanted to shout out court McGee's foundation, the McGee project. He's, speaking this week and i i think that's a really good cause and then finally uh my employer premier martial arts man just got back from vegas uh was able to get some advice from master ken if you know who that is so master of ameridote so that was pretty sweet he told me to kick the groin and walk away uh <laughs> so that was pretty good but yeah but actually uh so one of a personal friend that jason and i have uh her name's gabby her school up in Riverton uh, is having an opening for a martial arts instructor full time. Oh, nice. So if you guys don't know anyone who wants to uh, empower lives through martial arts, we teach kids kickboxing and uh, self defense. So we, we do a lot of that fun stuff. Uh, it's not McDojo-y if you you know only if you make it right. So we, we teach some pretty legit stuff. So if anyone wants a job full time, uh, reach out to me or, or uh, you know someone on the team. Cool, that's awesome, man. Well, we look forward to seeing you October twenty third back in the cage. How do can, how do people get tickets from you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at David H J Kim Seven. So yeah, just reach out to me there, Facebook, uh, or you can text me, call me, whatever you need to do. If you need to call Premier Martial Arts, you can do that too. Have them funnel to me. So yeah, you can get oh. tickets anytime. Roger Let's that, pack man. Pack that place, man. Pack the place, baby. October twenty third, Steel Fist Fight Night. We will see you there, David. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thank me, you man. so much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yep.
It's an